You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know, coming into to this week, game prep, it, you know, it just feels like another week. Obviously, it's the, the Super Bowl, and we're going to have to you know, try to eliminate as many distractions as we can, but you know, it just feels, feels normal. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel from BetQL. Joey B there, getting ready for uh, the big game. What are we, nine days away uh, from right now. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Watch us live 24-7 on the BetQL network right here on the odyssey app and you can also listen live download all the podcasts on the betql network as well joe ostrowski nick ashu betql daily with you till noon eastern time and last night nick it was a big evening in vegas the thursday uh in in week number one before you get to the super bowl is always the big night because they drop a ton of props and there's a big party over at the super book so these dropped at 10 eastern seven pacific and uh, to describe the scenario is you have a lot of the sharp betters get together because the, they have a lot of offerings out there that aren't everywhere, right? And this is their big thing. They, they get all the odds makers together for a couple of days and they come up with all of these numbers. 500 prop bets. Now, when you get in line, you can make, you can make up to three bets every time you get to the front of the line. $2,000 is the max on prop bets. Once you make your three bets, if you want to make more, you go back, back of the line. Get back in line. <laughs> Circle um, back around. Yep, yep. Like you're in the lunchroom, bringing you, bringing you yep. back a little bit. So uh, <laughs> I know that was happening. It's usually three, four hours uh, on night one every single year. And we already have a bunch of uh, markets that have, that have moved here. So I, I, I find a pretty, pretty interesting 500 offers. Before we get to some of these props and where the sharp money went on night number one, <laughs> we have a $4.5 million wager for Mattress Mac. He came back in. He wanted, he wanted to get do. his name out there because of course, this is what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mattress yep. Mac. Pay attention to me, everybody. $4.5 million on the money line. He took the Bengals plus 170. This would net him. $7.7 million. I guess he, he, he was quoted that he traveled across state lines and uh, he made a, a handful of $200,000 bets. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this guy must be making so much money selling mattresses. It's not even just like that. That's the thing. We only hear about the million-dollar bets. You forget that there's other ones. Ah, another $200,000, $300,000, no big deal. Like, you've got to have serious money to, one, obviously be able to throw down four and a half million dollars on the Super Bowl. But then two to say, you know, if I lose it, 
I'm going to be okay. I'm going to still have the house and the business and nothing's going to go away. I, I get it. Like this guy's like uh, Marlon's man where he just wants to constantly. Oh. Except <laughs> the Marlon's man, it's about just being behind home plate. This dude's throwing around millions of dollars. But that's, that's what I think of when these types of people keep showing up where they realize, hey, man, people are paying attention to what I'm doing. I need more of this. Inject the attention in my veins right now. But that being said, I'm kind of with him, man. I'm, I'm, I know I said it yesterday when I came Ooh. on with you. I'm really starting to have that gut feeling that the Bengals' di destiny is is winning this Super Bowl. I, I really am. I'm not putting $4.5 million down on it, obviously. Uh, but yeah. it's you know it, it's just starting to feel that way, though. He did bet on the Astros to beat the Nats a couple of years ago, and, well, that didn't work out for him. So, you know, it's not like he always I had Nats features. a winner with these. Uh, you're a Nats fan, right? Yeah, yeah. That was fun. <laughs> that was a really fun year, especially uh, mid-May, midway May, whenever it was like they're done, they're toast, and you could find that at a really nice number and thirty-one, and that's the story yeah. too. Where like you look at, you know, you see these teams every year. That's something you can always reference. Is like teams can start off poorly, and it doesn't mean you're out of it. You, especially the teams that are in playoff mode the entire year, and I kind of feel that way about the Bengals a little bit in the sense where you know they've they've been playing with house money. We use that quote a lot, but like it kind of is true with them, mm -hmm. and they've also really kind of been in this mode of they've been underdogs the entire year. Nobody really expected them to get this far. So they just have had the same mindset. It hasn't like the pressure hasn't changed at all for them. So it's look 4.5 million. Good for him. If he wins, like I, I just four, a $4.5 million isn't an asinine amount of money. It's crazy. Every time you see this and especially this guy, you're right. It is. It's all about attention with him though, for sure. And I guess winning an extra 3 million too. So. <laughs> That's not a bad comp with Cincinnati because I think back to the middle of the year, I remember talking about some of the numbers on this show. Now, first off, before the season started, there were 25 to one to win the division. All of the favorites won the division except for Cincinnati. They, they were yeah. the only long shot. And I think midseason, now he hasn't won the award. We're going to find out, I believe it's next Thursday. Mm -hmm. uh, Zach Taylor was 50 to one in the middle of the season to be coach of the year, 50 to one. Now, right now, if you're, Taking a poll, he's going to be your runaway winner. It might be Vrabel. We'll find out. But a lot of those awards, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, he was not supposed to win that award. Now it's yeah. foregone conclusion. Everybody knows it's Jamar Chase. It's not Mac Jones. Right. He was minus 800 at one point, Mac Jones. Yeah. So yeah. things do change. It is a market. Don't think because what you're seeing right now is what's going to happen in the future. When, when you see value, the time is to pounce. And betters last night saw value in a few different prop bets over at uh, the Superbook that they posted. So Rex Byers, we've had him on the show in the past. He's a risk manager out there in Las Vegas. He said they wouldn't leave, leave us alone on kickoff returns under five and a half. The Sharps huh. kept betting kickoff returns under five and a half. They won't stop betting it. They're betting it to be all touchbacks if these kickers play to their stats we'll lose all those bets if they kick like in last year's super bowl when everything was returned we'll win that's interesting you know and, and th this is one of those where you can you can look up you know obviously see a little bit throughout the year how many touchbacks a kicker had and things like that but you know there, there's only so far you can go down the rabbit hole with this but i always do yeah. find that interesting is these little random prop bets if you start seeing the sharps leaning one direction over and over and over again. That's that's absolutely telling you something there. 
Good info from Patrick Everson. Does a great job covering the industry. He was out there last night, friend of BetQL Network. He's on uh, BetMGM tonight all the time. Uh, here is a, another one that was pretty interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the quote from Byers is, they bet the hell out of yes on both kickers' first kickoffs resulting in a touchback. First kickers kickoff resulting in a touchback. So they're yes. expecting, I guess, maybe there's a lot of adrenaline. It's a big booming kick. I I don't know. Like some of this, like, I, I try to yeah. justify like, okay, like where do you, what what's your mindset to even go this route with some of these? That's that's the thing I could think of, right? Like there's a lot of energy. Here we go. It's the Super Bowl. It's my first kick and you just boom the hell out of it. I, I, I Maybe that's where the, what they're, where they're leaning on. Maybe that's the mindset. Okay. So the Mackey number ones. Uh, was yes, minus 130. It moved to yes, minus 150. For McPherson, it went from uh, minus 110 pick them to minus 150 on the yes. And uh, a few weeks ago, we were actually talking about this with Sam Panianovich, who's terrific. And mm -hmm. he was saying the exact opposite. He was heavy on, on, on the no on the touchback for the first kickoff. And I, I know Pat McAfee has talked about this on his show a little bit, that he's never – the toughest – football to kick and his life was in the Super Bowl like this thing mm -hmm. it's a different ball that they use there now is that still the case I don't know but the Sharps are expecting a bunch of tough a bunch of touchbacks here's uh here's one that also was moved by the professional batters Rams versus Bengals total rushing yards okay so the Rams are a favorite minus 25 and a half minus more rushing yards right it got bent down to 23 and a half then minus 19 and a half and as of late last night it went from minus 25 and a half to minus 15 and a half. What does that tell you? <laughs> it's, uh, God, I don't know. I guess well, it's... I think, I think some believe it's going to be a closer game or, or Zach Taylor's going to run the ball more, keep it lower scoring. I just don't. The, the problem is, is that hasn't been their MO this entire time. It's been all about throwing the football. I, I mean, I guess the worry would be, you know, if you talk about running the ball, if you're the Bengals more, uh, are the Rams going to get after Joe Burrow more? And that's their way of trying to protect him where you don't right. like we talked, we talked about this yesterday, right? Like they haven't seen a pass rush like this, but they got sacked nine times against the Titans, which is also a very good pass rush, but it's not what the Rams have. So maybe the mindset there is, okay, here's the, let's look at the situational type of football they're going to use. And especially early, let's try to run it more because they expect us to throw. Let's try to keep them from blitzing as much. Let's, protect Joe Burrow for maybe later in the game, eat some clock so Matt Stafford doesn't get on the field. Like, people do forget the Bengals do have a great running back in Joe Mixon. So they do have mm -hmm. the ability to do some things out of the backfield there. So maybe that's sort of the thought process is especially early on, that's what you're trying to do. And well, also think too, the Rams last time they were in the Super Bowl. Think of how low scoring, I know it's a different quarterback, different teams lately, but that was a really, really boring, by the way, really low scoring Super Bowl where Sean McVay's offense just looked completely lost. So maybe that's going to be the mindset of Zach Taylor's kind of approach what the Patriots did, even though it's not a apples to apples comparison with that team. It might give you a little bit of an idea of a mindset from Sean McVay. Going over some of the movement with these new Super Bowl props that were posted last night in Las Vegas. And here's one I knew the pros would come in on. I disagree. I could be wrong on it, but I'm fine being wrong on it. There are hundreds and hundreds of options to bet. And for me, this is not going to be one of them. I'm, I can just take a pass and that's fine. The pros bet under on Cooper Cup props. Now, I get it. I What yeah. I don't understand is why not wait? 
you know what the public's going to do, no matter what the number mm -hmm. is, over, over. Receptions, yards, yeah. touchdowns. I mean, the touchdown, the juice is insane. Like You're going to have to bet him to score at least two touchdowns to make it worth your while. People are going to bet on him to be the MVP, and I certainly understand the yep. case here uh, in the Super Bowl. I, If you're thinking Cooper Cup unders, I, I would just wait. Let the public bet those up because they're going to keep on betting Cooper Cup. I know there are a lot of options. And they're going to find different ones. There are certain props that just probably won't get bet much. But Cup's not one of them. <laughs> the public is going to hammer the Cup overs. I'm looking at now even some of the other things you can get in terms of, yeah, like, so reception props for Cooper Cup. Yeah, player to have most receptions for the Rams. I mean, you got him at Cooper Cup at least at plus 160 there. But, you know, this is this game has an opportunity for somebody to come out of the blue. Like I talked about T. Higgins with you yesterday. I feel like mm -hmm. T. Higgins is another opportunity in this game where there's going to be so much attention on Jamar Chase that opens up T. Higgins like last week. We hit over 70 and a half. That was one of my props before last week. There's an opportunity here for possibly Odell Beckham Jr., who has had a complete resurgence, really, as the time has gone on, as he's gotten back with the Rams, where maybe that takes away some of the targets from Cooper Cup. But, you know, at the same time, think of what we've seen in the playoffs, man. Like, there's moments where Cup just has this – he's wide open. You're going, how – what, were they were they paying attention what to you at all? So he yeah. just finds these ways. He's such a great route runner that he just finds ways to get open to where I'm with you in the sense, yeah, I would easily justify taking the under one just because of how important he is to that offense. And you think, well, okay, the Bengals are going to zero in on that. But also the Bengals were 26 against the pass during the regular season. Right. So it's not like they're a great team in, in that area at all. So I, I just... I, I, there is an opportunity here, I think, for some other guys, especially the receivers on both teams, to really have bigger games and surprise someone. Uh, Rufus Peabody is one of the pro betters in the industry that when he speaks, I think you should listen. He's really smart. He knows what he's talking about. And he does very well with Super Bowl props. And uh, he was there last night. He bet Joe Mixon to have a touchdown before Cam Akers at a pickle. He, he okay. saw value in that. That makes sense to me. Okay. I could certainly see the Rams scoring numerous touchdowns and Akers not getting any looks. Well, that would also go to, like, if you're talking about Joe Mixon and you're talking about Cam Akers, like, I, I would expect, you know, if we're talking about the Bengals maybe running the ball more to try and keep the Rams off the field, let's say if we're talking about early game situations, let's say, you know, the Bengals go up early in this game, you know it's much more likely that the Rams are just going to throw the hell out of the football. So there's not going to be as much Cam Akers there. But then your thought process has to be, okay, well, you're going down this rabbit hole, right? Where it's like, okay, the Bengals run the ball more, take some time off the clock, then they take the lead, so the Rams aren't going to run the ball as much. You start playing these scenarios out in your head, <laughs> which sometimes can work, and sometimes uh -huh. it's like going down that rabbit hole. That rabbit hole on YouTube where an hour later you're going, why am I watching cooking videos where cats are cooking the food? Like, how did I get to this point? That's kind of <laughs> what it feels like with some of these props where you set up these scenarios in your head and then you've scripted out the whole first half. Right. I mean, that's what the books are doing in, in their own yeah. mind. Because if everything goes over, they're going to be in trouble. I mean, they'll yeah. still take bets. They'll be fine. They'll survive. Sure. But if everything uh, – goes i'm sorry if everything goes over they're going to be in trouble because that's what everybody's betting now if you have a low scoring boring game everything goes under they're going to be thrilled some of the sharp betters will be thrilled and they'll be very pleased as well uh one last one that did move on this is johnny hacker longest punt it opened at 55 and a half it was bet down to 53 and a half for his longest punt so they bet under well, I guess people are expecting some some uh, some booming kicks there. 
right? <laughs> I, I maybe, yeah, maybe not. It's it's curious. It's it's interesting the different angles that that people come up with. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So we'll continue to sprinkle in some of these Super Bowl prop bets throughout the show. But uh, we've got, I believe, nine games tonight in the association. We're going to take a look at this evening's uh, card next. This is Joe Ostrowski and Nick Ashew, Nick uh, filling in for Joe G and Aaron Hawksworth. Joe G and Aaron, they'll be back uh, next week for the full week. That's the plan. The Super Bowl. Aaron's actually in Vegas right now. I had no idea she was going. I was like, what? You're, you're in Vegas? Like, So I wonder if she was there last night. Let's wake her up. What is it? Uh, 6.36 oh, out I think there? We should call her right now during the break. <laughs> I think that's the best thing to do is to call somebody. She might still be awake. Who yes. knows? It might be perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, don't you you get that energy? They feed the oxygen. In the Let me tell you there. something, man. The last time I was out in Vegas was yeah, it was like July, and that was and of course you had to do the stupid thing so many people do, where it's like a six thirty flight out the next day, so you basically mm -hmm. just sleep for two hours the final way back. That energy is no lie. It, you are yep. just you constantly want to be awake. It's unbelievable. NBA card is next. This is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.